Welcome to Sportsman of Colorado, Colorado's premier outdoor radio show heard every Saturday afternoon on KLZ 560 with insights on hunting, fishing, archery, guns, and ammo from Colorado's top outfitters featuring the industry's leading experts on how to enhance your experience in the great outdoors. Now, here's your host, Scott Watley. Welcome to Sportsman of Colorado. Thank you so much for joining us today. Glad you are with us. We're going to kick things off today with some folks we haven't had on the show in a while, but uh, originally when we started Sportsman of Colorado, uh, this was a great partner for us, and they have remained that. We've just all been quite busy, so it's good to have the crew on at One Shot Gear. They do have a new showroom uh, from where they used to be off of Santa Fe. They are located now at 16190 South Golden Road, and their number is 303-284-3828, and once again is the number one and shot gear, and we're glad to have Cameron Estrada on with us. Cameron, how are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. Thanks for having me on. You bet. And also Leland Stoker is with us. So, Leland, thanks for being with us, bud. Absolutely. Thanks for having us. All right, One Shot Gear, man, one of my favorite stores. Uh, like I say, we've been doing things with you guys for a long, long time, Alex and um, RJ over there. And, uh, man, want to get you guys on here in the middle of we're smack dab in the middle of the rifle seasons and all going on. So take just a minute. Uh, Cameron, why don't you tell us from your side a little bit, um, kind of what you guys have been hearing in the store on success stories. How's the hunting season been for some of the guys? Uh, well, better better for them and not for me. I, uh, I had an opportunity two days ago and didn't pull the trigger, and I'm mad at myself about it. But uh, there's been quite a few guys that have been coming in and showing off their pictures and a lot, a lot of big bucks coming in. Everybody's had a big buck of every everything from elk to uh, there was a couple guys who went down to Texas. Uh, uh, we have a, a return customer who, who's come in repeatedly and he got geared up for a Texas hunt and he, oh man, he cleaned up down there. So it, really? it's good to see everybody being successful. Sure, sure. And I said guys, and I should say hunters because I know we have guys and gals as well uh, that shop with you guys. And um Let's kind of take a minute, and I'll let both of you guys speak to this, and uh, we're going to cover also some of the, the backcountry stuff as well with Leland here in a minute. But, Cameron, take just a minute, and for those that maybe aren't familiar with One Shot Gear, just kind of give us an insight to what all the store has to offer. Uh, yeah, sure. So we are premier Sitka dealer. Uh, anything you want from Sitka, rain gear, um, warming layers, uh, sleeping bags, all that stuff um, and all the camo colors of uh, elevated, open country, subalpine, waterfowl and timber, we have it all. Um, if there is something that we actually don't have in the shop in person for you to try on, there's always a way for us to get it for you from Sitka itself. Uh, and that's what we pride ourselves on is being able to outfit you with your exact needs for what you want. Uh, it's real tailored to specifics. Um, so that's that's what we do here, and that's what we like to talk about. Uh, anytime anybody comes in, we we treat you like you're the only customer, and yeah, we 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 like to do that for you. <laughs> sure. Yeah, not only that, but we also have um, a lot of Stone Glacier gear. We really like their packs, and uh, they're doing some pretty cool stuff with apparel nowadays. Um, we're also an FFL. We do carry quite a few firearms. Um, we can also do your transfers for you. New this year, we actually are now doing hunting and fishing licenses in-store as well. Oh, okay. Um, and then a lot of little accessories. Obviously, we 
are big into optics. We've got Swarovski's eyes, Slyaka, and Night Force. Those are kind of our four big ones. Um, we did bring on some thermals this year as well. Um, those are made by Blouser, um, a company owned by them called Limekey. And uh, yeah, a lot of little accessories. Um, you know, we've got skiff knives, caribou gear bags, um, black diamond headlamps, phone um, scope stuff. So yeah, kind of all over the board. We can pretty much outfit an entire hunt. There's not much we can't do for you. Absolutely. Can check boots. We have boots as well. Can check boots, um, uh, handwog, and uh, lacrosse. Okay, great. And I tell you guys, man, this, this, you mentioned the thermal. Uh, man, that's something that's really picking up. And you mentioned Texas, too. And, you know, we have a place down there. We go hog hunting every year. And this year they got into doing some of the thermal night hunts, and they have taken off. So that thermal hunting is pretty cool. Yeah, especially for coyotes in Colorado. I know that the, the laws get a little bit weird here, but, um, you know, those coyote hunters here um, really enjoy using those. So it's something that we we're definitely interested in and uh, glad we picked up this year. Yeah, sure. they're a great piece of gear to have anybody who's going to do any coyote hunting. Right. Do you guys have any binoculars that are the thermal as well? So that we don't have currently. Um, we're definitely taking a look at a couple pairs, and that may be in the works. But Okay. All right, good deal. Once again, it's One Shot Gear. They're located 16190 South Golden Road, and their number is 303-284-3828. And, uh, Cameron, how do, how do you explain for people how to find you? Um, That's uh, a little difficult to explain. <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm a visual guy uh, yeah. myself. Uh, we're right off I-70, right across from Colorado Mills Mall. Uh, if you're traveling I-70 and you look and you see the Hyundai dealership, take that exit to get to it, then go behind it. Uh, and we're behind it, nestled in um, back here, kind of a little sleepy area of um, Golden, Colorado. Uh, but the, the good landmarks to look for are... Uh, the Hyundai dealership and Colorado Mills, like I said, and then then from there, once you get on South Golden Road, it's it's pretty easy to find us. Sure. Okay. And once again, it's one six one nine zero South Golden Road, and it is the number one, and then Shot Gear. So Leland, you guys get all kinds of people in there from all experiences. I mean, the very very knowledgeable, um, you know, hunter, and then some that are probably just getting into big game hunting and. Uh, getting into this and needing to get outfit, and I think one thing that's made you know one shot gear so valuable is the the staff just like you guys that have that infield experience with the products you know um, not cutting down stores, but man, you go in some of these stores and you know nobody knows anything about anything uh especially the way the labor pool is now, so man that's a great comfort to have you guys there to kind of give us some advice on what we need so how, how do you kind of work work it through with somebody? They're coming in looking for some, maybe some Sitka gear and different things. What's what's kind of the interview process you use and questions you ask them to make sure you get them the right products? Yeah, sure. So uh, definitely, just going to start out asking kind of what your what your goals are and what you're trying to do. Um, you know, I want to know everything down to what elevation you're going to be at, temperature range, um, what style of hunting. You know, if you're rifle, if you're archery. Um, so that kind of thing, and, and once I've got a good idea of kind of what you're doing, I can, I've already got a pretty good mindset about what I want to, what kind of gear I want to put you in. Um, so then from there, it's just tailoring it to sizes, to different layers that you may or may not like. You know, I know uh, 
Sick is pretty notorious for putting hoods on just about everything, so you got to kind of, you know, there's ways to kind of work around that and find some items that don't. That way you're not stacking up 15 hoods. Um, so, yeah, no, I mean, that's that's the nice thing about having us here. We, we definitely do pride ourselves in knowledge and knowing the gear um, and using all of the gear. There's not a piece of gear that we carry that we haven't personally used, so um, we've got good experience with it. Yeah, absolutely. Again, Cameron Estrada with us and Leland uh, Stoker, and they are with One Shot Gear. Uh, so, Leland, you kind of specialize, my understanding, in kind of the backcountry and the packs and all that kind of stuff. Um, kind of walk us through for maybe people that are, you know, thinking about getting into that where they're really packing back in. What are just some of the things uh, they need to think about and really understand when they're really going to take on that? Yeah, um, so one of the things that I notice is pack size and knowing how to pack a bag. Um, I get a lot of people in here that either are going after a pack that's way too big for them or way too small for them. So mm-hmm. um, one of the things that I like to do is kind of, if you're going to be looking at a pack with us, I usually sit you down and try to figure out exactly how many days you typically do out in the back country. Um, I'll walk you through how to pack the bag if, if that's new to you and something that you're not familiar with. Um, but that's one thing that I notice a lot of people are kind of not as experienced with um, seeing things being packed in, in kind of funky ways. You know, the weight's not distributed correctly. Um, they buy a bag that's way too big for what they're trying to do, and then it's human nature to fill that empty space. So all of a sudden you end up with 65 <laughs> pounds and you easily could have gotten away with 40. Right. Um, and, you know, that, that can make or break a hunt. Um, so that's kind of one of the big things that I um, try to go over with customers frequently. Sure. Yeah, right. And what are, what are the hours, uh, Cameron, that you guys are open right now? We're 10 to 6, uh, Tuesday, or I'm sorry, yeah, Tuesday through Saturday. Okay. Uh, Sunday, Monday, we're, we're off, and we, we we like to keep it that way. But every so often, um, we'll, we'll have an extra day um, where it's super busy. But majority and what our hours posted are 10 through 6, Tuesday through Saturday. Sure. Okay. Now, are you guys also carrying some ammo now? A little bit. When, when okay. Like everybody time. else. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this past year has been kind of crazy in that world. So, If uh, you're a waterfowl hunter, we are one of the few places that actually has uh, waterfowl rounds with uh, Migra, but we only have two flavors. Uh, it's a stack load of 2.4 or 2BB, and they come in 3-inch. Um, speaking personally using them, they're awesome. So uh, all steel shot, yeah, all steel shot, and they're 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 really good. They're, they're nice to have. Okay, cool. So Cameron, and then then I'll let you know, Leland add his part too. Um, man, you talk about a competitive feel, so to speak. It's this idea of clothing, and you know the layers even now, and all the different things. And Cameron, in your mind, what are some of the things that you feel really set uh, Sitka apart? You know. From a lot of the other clothing, and there's good, there's good stuff out there. We, you know, we're not knocking anybody. I'm just saying, what do you think's really the the great differences with Sitka? Um, I'll hammer on two parts that I love about them. Um, is first and foremost the camo patterns. Um, they hide you, and it's from using every type of camo out there. Uh, this is definitely the best that I've ever used. I, you hide in plain sight. You, it's it's awesome. Um, then after that, it is the specialized gear tuned to what you're doing. 
there's, uh, for an example, uh, I'm a veteran, so I got to hunt the early season veteran hunt for waterfowl, and it was hot. Uh, and as everybody who hunts waterfowl knows, it's normally cold. Mm-hmm. Sitka specializes in making lightweight camo specifically for waterfowl, and without that hoodie, I couldn't have done it. It, it was it kept me at the perfect temperature and kept me hidden, and it was it was awesome. So those are my two major selling points. Is if you want to hide and you want to be comfortable in your hunt, get Sitka. Yeah. And I tell you, it's it is so comfortable. And man, I guess since I met Alex, uh, good night back in probably 2013. You know, that's all I've used. And I'm telling you, it is absolutely. And somebody was on social media today asking, you know, is Sitka worth it? You know, and most people were putting it's worth every penny. I mean, because boy, oh, there's yeah. nothing worse than having bad gear, being wet, being cold, or you know, wearing something too heavy and you can't take it off and you can't carry it and all that. So, man, I. I love it. Leland, anything you want to add to what you love about Sitka? Yeah, um, so same kind of thing about the camel patterns. I think that's one of my favorite things. Um, the only thing I'll add to that, I guess, is um, it is kind of interesting trying to move customers away from the old uh, mimic <laughs> yeah. idealism. Um, right. You know, Realtree and Mossy Oak and all that, you're basically just trying to mimic your surroundings. And that works great for a human eye. Uh, Sitka is one of the only companies that has actually um, used scientific research of how an animal sees to back their camel patterns. And that's the reason that it works so well for animals. Um, they just don't see the way that we do. No. So right. um, that's one of the things that we love about Sitka. So definitely the camel patterns. And then on top of that, I think that their layering system is by far one of the better ones on the market. Um, I see a lot of companies that are doing apparel, which... They just try and put too many of those uh, two-in-one pieces out there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that may work great for some people, but the problem is it's either on or it's off. You can't really, like, change it around. So with Sitka, having that, uh, you know, a base layer, mid layer, down layer, and a rain shell, you can basically make any configuration possible out of that and tailor it for a specific hunt, specific temperature. Um, you know, you can strip that rain shell off and, just use the down you can pull the down out of the equation and just go base layer mid layer rain shell there's just so many different things that you can do with a good layering system so i think sick really uh they know what they're doing and, and they're doing the right thing there sure absolutely and you know the knee pads elbow pads different things i mean all that stuff man is in you know the the, the different uh options if you're going to be sitting you know in snow and all and keep dry i mean all of that is just awesome <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, and, and both of you guys can speak to this, Cameron, I guess you can go first. But, you know, so somebody says, you know, boy, I've been looking at Sitka and stuff. I don't know where to start. I mean, and, and you know, hey, let's be honest. It's, it's not, you know, inexpensive. I mean, but um, so what, how do you go about getting someone just kind of set up? You know, they say, hey, okay, what do I really, really need just to kind of start building my collection? Um, again, I guess it goes back to what they're going to be doing, where they're going, and hunting and seasons and different things. But what would you say is probably some of the most popular kind of getting started packages? Uh, base layers, for sure. Yeah. Um, you, you, I mean, that's that's the foundation for everything. Uh, I, I'm kind of funny, and sometimes I'll work backwards. and Because uh, some people are like, well, it's just a base layer. I already have a fleece or long johns or something and so like all right well let's go with rain gear let's start with that how are you going to stay dry or 
kind of pick and choose your battles based off what uh, somebody initially says, but base layers is where I always try to go for because if you like, it comes down to it, like Leland said earlier, if you're not comfortable, uh, you're not having a good time. Man, so I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I've, I've I've been there as well. I've I've tried to to skimp on paying some stuff and be like, oh well, I got long guns and I I got this and that and get out there and you know have to call the day early because my stuff is already too wet or is yep. the weather shifted and it's gotten way too cold for what I have or, or any number of things. So it's 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 definitely nice to start from the basics and work your way up. Yep, absolutely. Leland, anything you want to add there? Yeah, uh, I, I think as far as like a beginner package goes, you know, especially working with um, you know with any budget, um, really it comes down to where they're going to be hunting and and what that weather is going to be looking like. Right. Um, you know, specifically here in Colorado, a lot of the time, I'll tell guys they could probably skimp on the rain gear a little bit. It's pretty rare that we get a really good storm here in Colorado. Usually, it's just kind of you know sprinkle for twenty minutes and then it's gone and it's back mm-hmm. to sunny days. So. Most of the time, I try and get everybody into, like, the standard Jetstream jacket, Timberline pants, um, and then probably, yeah, some kind of, like, light insulation layer um, for Colorado hunts specifically this time of year. Um, you know, obviously, you need some kind of insulation in the morning. It gets nice and cold, but usually you just need something that's kind of water-resistant. I like to call that Colorado waterproof and something that's going to cut back on the wind. So. Gotcha. Wind big one yeah <laughs> yeah yeah no doubt for sure now you guys um of course pre-covid uh, there would be times you guys would do some different seminars and different things like that um do you guys see picking any of that stuff back up as maybe some of the restrictions start loosening up because boy they're really good you guys always had a, a lot of good speakers in too no i know we're yeah. doing shows We've definitely talked about it, um, so I, I do think that it's something that we'll hopefully be kind of picking back up a little bit um, as soon as we kind of start getting through the COVID. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right, last couple minutes here, but you, you mentioned you're going to um, maybe get get into the fly fishing thing a little bit. Uh, Leland, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so that is in the works. I know we've definitely had some kind of um, priority things going on here um, sure. but we're hoping sometime within the next uh at least within the next year that's kind of in the works okay so um i feel like we have the customer base you know i really haven't met many hunters that don't fish so mm-hmm. um, that seems kind of like one of the the logical next steps sure oh, absolutely okay here in golden too it's that's that's the next step for us to do is I mean, we have some great fisheries around here. Why not, you know, help people out and get more fish, you know, no. take pictures and join <laughs> yourself. Absolutely. Well, once again, folks, it's One Shot Gear, your one-stop shop, truly, for all your Sitka needs, absolutely for sure. But as I mentioned early on, uh, boy, if you're looking for some great optics, you're looking for great gear as far as boots, uh, uh, you know, guns and stuff as well. They can do all your transfers. Uh, you can get all your licenses there now. And uh, so, hey, don't go to the big box stores or CPW and get in a big, long line. Just stop in One Shot Gear, take a look at what they have. And uh, and you guys always have, you know, some discontinued stuff and different things too that you know you can get a little discount on there as well right Lee Cameron uh yeah yeah uh, we all there's an overstock um we try to always have something that's discontinued uh there's there's a 
a little bit of something for everybody, and it is nice to to actually have something that's on sale for somebody. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Once again, it's One Shot Gear. They're located 16190 South Golden Road. The number is 303-284-3828. And if you're looking for expert help, this is the place. These guys know their business and they know their products. So, again, if you're looking for some help and guidance, I hope you'll get by One Shot Gear. Let them know you heard them here on Sportsman of Colorado. So, Cameron, hey, man, thanks for being with us, and we appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. All right, Leland, thank you, sir, as well, and I'll get by and see you guys this afternoon. Sounds good. Thanks for having us, Scott. All right. All right. Good talking with you. All right. Same here, guys. That's One Shot Gear. Once again, their number, 303-284-3828. You can follow them on social media as well. Again, it is simply the number one and then Shot Gear. You're listening to Sportsman Colorado. we got to take a quick break, and we'll be back with more right after this. KLZ's personal injury attorney, Kevin Flesh of Flesh and Beck Law, has a unique background that makes him a more effective advocate for you. He handles both criminal and civil cases. Most attorneys only do one or the other, but Kevin has almost 25 years of experience on both sides, which means he has more practice in the courtroom. Most personal injury attorneys will say they have experience in court. But since only about 10% of personal injury cases actually go to trial, those attorneys only appear in court once or twice a year. Because Kevin also takes criminal cases, he appears in court constantly. Kevin has a rare ability to present an argument that only comes from years of experience learning how to read a courtroom. KLZ's personal injury attorney continues to practice both civil and criminal defense because he believes the courtroom keeps him nimble. Trial tested, trial ready. Kevin Flesh of Flesh and Beck Law. Schedule a free consultation now at 303-806-8886. For years now, you've heard me talk about Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. Hey, this is Scott Watley, and yes, for almost 20 years, Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center has been taking care of our pets. From medical, grooming, boarding, and even training, Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center is your one stop for all of your pet's needs. Not only is their facility state-of-the-art, but now you can download the free Lone Tree Vet app and visit their online store for your pet products and pharmacy needs. You can also have your very own pet portal. Plus, don't forget to read their blogs at LoneTreeVet.com. Do you take your dog on hikes? Check out hiking the trail safely with your dog. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, they believe all pets deserve to have a good life. Call today, 303-708-8050, or check them out, LoneTreeVet.com. This is Hal Van Herkey with Castlegate Knife and Tool. We are the largest specialty knife store in the Rockies, and we have been a family-owned and operated business since 2015. We're located just outside of Castle Rock, Colorado, and we are an easy drive from Denver and other surrounding areas. We proudly carry brands such as Microtech, White River, Medford, Heretic, Benchmade, Spartan, Kbor, and so much more. We also have a full room dedicated to all things camp and kitchen. Whatever your knife, blade, or tools might be, we have you covered. Check us out online at castlegate.com. Sign up for our newsletter and be sure to follow us on your favorite social platforms such as Facebook or Instagram. We are proud to be America's knife source. Be sure to stop by our store and check us out and bring your knife with you. We can sharpen just about any dull blade you might have. Until then, stay sharp and we look forward to seeing you at Castlegate Knife and Tool. Rush to Reason with John Rush. Weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560.
Welcome back to Sportsman Colorado. Again, thank you so much for being with us. Again, I always like to remind you now, if you miss our live show here on Saturdays, you can catch us twice on Sundays, and that's from 8 to 9 a.m. Then once again, the evening, 7 to 8 p.m. right here on KLZ 560. Well, it's good to have my good friend Henry Ferguson back on. Henry is the vice chairman of public relations for the Colorado Bow Hunting Association here, and uh, Henry's been a, a great friend and a friend of the show and has helped me out with some archery things and uh henry how are you bud scott i couldn't be better well it's good been, man it's been a good season for us it has it has yeah. and i know you saw my little trip to kansas day a little white oh, tail yeah. but dude it was fun and you know i have to I, I get it i guess from the standpoint of man having something at you know six in my case 16 yards instead of 216 or 316 <laughs> it is a different feel man it's exhilarating, and I'll tell you, the cool thing about it, I mean, I, I love all types of hunting. I mean, we're just, we're probably going to talk about this here in a little bit, but my son just had a rifle tack and shot a, just a whopper of a buck over the weekend. Yeah. And, I mean, man, my heart gets racing <laughs> just as much with that, you know, with him getting ready to shoot as it does for me getting ready to shoot something at close range with a with a bow. But Sure. Yeah, it's it's just awesome. It's It's cool to be able to see you see so much animal behavior, yeah. you know, and in, in when they're coming into a stand like you had or, yeah. you know, when you're sneaking in on them and you're watching them in their bed waiting for them to stand up so you can get a shot. Mm-hmm. There's just so much time to observe them and just, I, I mean, I hate to sound cheesy and corny about it, but just literally that moment of being out there in nature and seeing deer doing deer things. You no, know, you're 100% right, thing. yeah. It's just cool. Wow, so. yeah. And, man, it seems like there have been some really nice bucks shot in the state just following things on social media. Yeah, there sure have. <laughs> and, you know, it's kind of interesting because the western slope's still in a pretty bad drought. So, right. I mean, that's, uh, I, I guess I guess we learn a lot about antler development and what really truly does feed that antler development in years like this. And, and it's kind of one of those things that it's kind of like every time I send a deer off to get it aged. Um, you know, send that tooth out. The more I, I've always told people, the more I learn about deer aging, the less I know about aging deer. Yeah, because no I've had some that come back that I'm just like, oh man, he's old as dirt, and they come back as four year olds. I'm like, oh well, how about that? I know, I know, it's crazy. Yeah. Well, let's um, talk a little bit about um, Colorado Bow Hunting Association. You can check out the website; it's coloradobowhunting.org. You can follow them on all their social media, and it is, I think it says CBA-Colorado Bow Hunting Association, right? On Facebook. On Facebook, yeah. Yeah. And then on on Instagram, it's just Colorado Bow Hunters. Okay, all right, so you can follow them all there, and a lot of great posts, and try to keep everybody aware of everything. Well, first of all, man, let me compliment the magazine. I know that's been a big undertaking over these last several months, and I'm telling you, man, that that thing is top, top quality. Well, Scott, I appreciate that a lot, and I'll tell you what, it's a, it's a source of, of great pride for us as an organization because it's, it's something that we have committed to doing this as more people are going out of print and going digital only, and we still have a digital only option for that if that's what you choose, but we want to have something tangible for our members, and that is one of our member benefits is we give you the six of those great magazines every year, and I'll tell you what, between Matt Jackson, Trevin Stoltzfus, and uh, Dustin, and, and um, 
Tanner, they have just mm-hmm. absolutely worked their butts off on it, and it looks like I said, it's it's a source of great pride for us. Yeah, no, they, it's great. It's it's a showpiece for us for sure. Sure, absolutely. So. All right, so let's kind of talk about. Um, Maybe just where archery is in Colorado, the growth of it, I think, is huge (laughs) Uh, over the last few years. It's kind of funny. I mean, you talk to the shops, and they say, yeah, it's been good. But you look out in the woods (laughs) during archery season, and you're like, wow, (laughs) there's a lot of people out here. And, you know, there's, there's some moments where you're kind of victim of your own success in that. But, I mean, truly, we're just, you know, we're just advocates for all of them, and that's that's where uh that's where the cba comes in you know fighting for those season dates and different structures and whatnot and getting getting dates modified and changed as needed you know i mean it's there's inevitably going to come a time here pretty shortly where it's going to be an allocation issue and that question is going to be raised and it's something that we're all going to have to face so some tough decisions to be made ahead and if you want to and here's the cool thing about it scott we are all it's an all volunteer board there's not a single paid position on that board Mm -hmm. and if you want to be involved with it we have coming up on uh, december 4th at the cpw building their main office in denver um in the bighorn room we have an all-day meeting where we do board elections and every single board position is available so if there's if you want to make your voice heard and make your thoughts and opinions known we welcome that more than anybody can imagine so sure that's uh that's coming up like i said on the uh on december 4th okay all right good deal so what have you seen and just um you know just uh, oh i know one thing i want to make sure i mention you know we there was recently uh, an accident um where um yeah uh, a bow hunter was shot and Man, I don't I don't know the answers to all that. I just you know because I know bow hunters hate wearing orange and all the kind of thing. Yeah. But man, I'm telling you, I just got to think, Henry. If I'm going to be in public land, you know, hunting, and I know there's hunters out there, man, I'm probably going to throw on orange. <laughs> well, and that's that that could be a wise decision, Scott. And it's something that. I mean, truthfully, we want to leave that up to the bow hunters. Sure. Um, you know, for them to use when they feel that it's a safety issue and that their safety is in danger and jeopardy, then that's definitely something they should do. Um, but if you're hunting a place that's not, you know, heavily uh, hunted by by muzzleloader hunters, then well, that's you know that's leaving you some other that should leave you some other options. Sure. So, sure. So we more than you know. It it is an I, first thing I want to say about it that is an unspeakable tragedy. No, no, I mean I, I mean there are no words. It's, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that was a that was a young man in the prime of his life who uh, was just out hunting elk and chasing his passion, just as we all do in the month of September. And I mean it's it's terrifying to think that that could be that that could happen to any of us, and it's something that certainly we we have been discussing heavily as a board and we'll continue to do so. And we will continue having discussions with CPW about this and, you know, ways that we can better promote safety and uh, ways that we can just literally all stay safer while mm-hmm. we're out in the field. 
No, absolutely. And I mean, needless to say, it's easy, easy to say, but I mean, man, you just can't take that shot. And, and it's happened, you know, a few years ago, it happened here, here as well, because yep. actually we had a law firm that contacted us asking us some questions about it just for just for them to get some knowledge about how something like this could happen. And I said at the end, I yeah. said, man, we all sit there and, you know, daylight breaks or whatever, and you think you see something, you've been watching, and all of a sudden you see movement, you're excited, and all of a sudden, I mean, you picture something in your mind that is not there. And I said, it's just, you know, a horrible situation. As you said, you know, you just can't take that shot yeah. until you know your target 100,000%. Well, and that's exactly it, Scott. I mean, you have to be 100% certain of your target. And not just your target, but what's beyond that target as well. I mean, hey, you know, we've all seen the videos. I assume all of us listening to this or, or you know, discussing this have taken hunter safety, and you've watched those videos with the buck on the on the horizon, and you're like, oh my gosh, should I take this shot? Well, the fact is, you aren't sure what's on the other side of that horizon. Right. So, you know, certainty of, and I mean, personal responsibility is is everything. I'm a big advocate for that, and it's something that. Uh, we all need to take into account when we're out in the field because obviously there are at times there's there are other lives involved with this so. yeah absolutely yeah. henry ferguson is our guest once again henry is the vice chairman of public relations for the colorado bow hunters association follow him on facebook as cba colorado bow hunters and then you've got coloradobowhunting.org and on instagram did you say it's just colorado bow hunting Colorado Bow Hunters. Okay, Hunters Association. Okay, yeah. all right, good deal. Yeah. All right. Um, now there's something you said uh, before we came on area. We're a little bit early in this, but at least you're reaching out for some knowledge on some people on uh, something that's possibly coming up. And uh, Colorado is only one of four states that you said in your post that enforced this maximum let off percentage. So, kind of for those that maybe don't bow hunt or whatever, kind of explain what we're talking about and then what, what, what the answers are you're looking for from people. So here's, so basically the way a, a compound bow works, I mean, a recurve bow or a long bow, if you're pulling 60 pounds, you are holding 60 pounds at full draw. Now a compound bow with the wheels on it will have a, uh, a let off. So when you roll those wheels over, they let off and you are it reduces the amount of weight that you're holding right so currently our um our state enforces an 80 percent maximum let off well the the issue with right now is the industry standard has kind of left us behind and the industry standard is currently at 85 percent now it's unlikely it's going to really go beyond that because there's a certain amount of weight that has to be held back there to basically power the machine, you know, to power the bow forward. So that's, that's what's kind of, that's where we are right now. And one of the things we're working on, we have a citizen's petition um, submitted by us, um, by one of our board members and Joey Brown, um, who's our CPW liaison. And basically he, um, he stated that, you know, just for ease of, ease of enforcement from the wildlife officers, um, you know, making it easier on the non-residents who come here who may not understand that that rule even exists. Right. Um, you know, we just wanted to make this easier for everybody and make it, and most importantly, I mean, our local bow shops who make a living selling bows and, you know, and some of the models, they have to bring in a, an aftermarket or a, a separate module 
to get that holding weight, um, to get that let off percentage compliant. So oh, it's wow. not, okay. yeah. So, I mean, it's not a, a, an easy thing in every case. I mean, some bows, it's very easily adjusted. Um, but, uh, there's a number of bows out there that absolutely are not. And I mean, these are some of the more popular selling bows on the market too. Mm-hmm. So, so we really, what we wanted to do is we wanted to make this easier, um, to be in compliance for, for all of us as bow hunters, because there's a lot of people out there who are non-compliant with this and, and had no idea, yeah. just no idea whatsoever that they were, you know, that they were potentially breaking the law. Okay. And what's cool is, you know, you get people to participate in this stuff. And I mean, good night. We're both on social media quite a bit and we see all the different things with the draw and all the different things people are aggravated with and (laughs) want things to change. But we all got to get involved, too, and and let voices be heard, because that's the only way people can make decisions. And um, and I realize, you know, the CPW, their their plan is kind of a five year deal out. But, you know, hey, Mm -hmm. whenever they have meetings and different things, uh, and hopefully, you know, they're getting better at that, too, and letting people know when there are meetings and different things. Unfortunately, a lot of them are during the day when a lot of us are working. <laughs> they sure are. Well, so. and, and, you know, it's it's unfortunate, but it, it, that's one reason why it's very important to be involved with a, with a conservation organization like ours. Yeah. Where we have, we have an advocate there. We have a representative there always at these meetings. And so it's, you know, if something's being discussed and they need an expert opinion on these things, we have somebody there to provide that. And more importantly, you know, if a change is going to be made, we have somebody there to speak out on our behalf and behalf of all the bow hunters who come into our state, you know, resident and non-resident alike. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely, for sure. So let's talk about becoming a member of Colorado Bow Hunter Association. That's you something bet. that everybody can do, and it's pretty affordable, and what they kind of get for doing that. You bet. So, Scott, it's, it's $30 a year to be a member of the Colorado Bow Hunter Association, or you can do a uh, three-year membership for $75. So if you're struggling with math, that saves you 15 bucks over three years. So. Um, and that's, uh, e- either one's a great option. We're appreciative of either of them, but, uh, basically what we provide in, in exchange is that advocacy piece at these meetings. And we are, we are, you know, tireless advocates for bow hunting rights and privileges that exist throughout our state. And many of those that do exist are largely due to the opinions and, you know, expressed from the Colorado Bow Hunters Association. Right. But what you get in return for that, in addition to that, you get the tangible element that we were talking about earlier, which is this great magazine that we print six times a year. And this is a big multicolor, uh, you know, full print magazine that is absolutely awesome. I mean, it features some great photography and some absolutely great tips and tactics, as well as hunting stories from other members of Colorado Bow Hunter Association. Okay. And for 30 bucks a year, pretty hard to beat. Man, it is. And it is. We even include a sticker in there. Ah, right. a free sticker, right? <laughs> Come on. For sure. Absolutely. <laughs> I just got mine in the mail the other day, and I, I looked at that sticker, and I'm like, man, I got a spot on my truck just perfect for that. Absolutely. So, for sure. Yeah. Well, cool, man. Well, you know, Henry, man, I'd like for us to figure out a way to kind of do this once a month with with you guys and just to keep everybody up to speed of what's going on and how they can be involved, what's new, all of that. And uh, I think communication and then hearing things directly from um, 
you know, an organization like you where you've got the facts, you know what's going on because you see things just like I do on social media and you're like, okay, that's not true. That's not true what <laughs> yeah, that person yeah. just wrote. Well, and, and truthfully, you mentioned earlier allocations and, you know, non-resident resident allocations. Right. Well, I'll tell you what, that's going to be a, that's going to be a, a hot button issue here mm-hmm. coming up for, for a, all of us. I know. And so we're going to have to face that and we're going to have to face a, a few other things. So it's, uh, you know, there's, there, it's important to have your, have a representative there that makes our voice heard. And that's sure. where, that's where I, I feel that we really shine. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Bud, congrats on your success thus far. And, uh, hey, thank man, you. I appreciate it. And, uh, congrats again on, on just, you know, the magazine and what you, all you guys are doing, you and Trevin and all the guys here doing a great job there. And, um, man, we appreciate it. And that is December 4th, um, at the CPW building there on Broadway, that big horn room, um, yep. where all of these different positions, Hey, if you want to have a voice, this is your chance. So, um, Absolutely yeah. Right. And then, Henry, what, uh, if they want to get a hold of somebody and just ask a question or whatever, is that an email? Is that a phone number? What, what's so best? So the best, best way would probably be to uh, – you can either email membership. At, if it's a membership questioning, email membership at coloradobowhunting.org. Okay. Or if you have just a general question, feel free to message me on, on Facebook or Instagram through the uh, through the Colorado Bowhunters page there. And I – be more than happy to answer any questions I'm able to. Okay, bud. Sounds great. All right, Henry, man, we appreciate it, and thanks for all you do, man. Uh Thank you very much, Scott. Appreciate it. That's Henry Ferguson, once again, Vice Chairman of Public Relations for the Colorado Bowhunters Association, coloradobowhunting.org. You're listening to Sportsman Colorado. We'll be right back. Now's the time to get into the Outdoorsman's Attic. It's truly a wall-to-wall sale. Sitka gear, 25% off. All clothing, fishing gear, and packs, 30% off. You'll find many items, 30 to 50% off retail. Great deals on previously owned outdoor gear for the fisherman, camper, hiker, or hunter in your family, or bring in your gear to the Outdoorsman's Attic and turn it into cash. And if you're looking for a great handgun, rifle, or shotgun, get by the Outdoorsman's Attic. If your firearm needs a little work, see Scott the Gunsmith and tell him Scott at Sportsman Colorado Radio sent you. All at the Outdoorsman's Attic. Great service, great bargains, great gear. 2650 West Hampton. Hey, Dan, you know, our jobs are pretty different. I'm a baseball announcer. You're an attorney and a talk show host. Yeah, but we do have something in common. Really? What's that? Our favorite car dealer, Len Lyle Chevrolet. Yeah, definitely not your typical dealership. That's so true, Jack. No high pressure sales tactics. They respect your time. And when you have two jobs, that's important. You know, I'd recommend Len Lyle Chevrolet to anyone. And with their low overhead, that means lower lower prices. prices. Yeah, we really do have something in common. Len Lyle Chevrolet. Go east and pay the least. Chevy, find new roads. For over eight years, you've been hearing me talk about Phoenix Weaponry in Berthard. Hey, this is Scott Watley, your host of Sportsman of Colorado, here once again to tell you why Phoenix Weaponry should be your choice to build your new custom firearm. Phoenix Weaponry is a custom firearms manufacturer. With a combined experience of over 45 years, the Phoenix family can master even the most unique idea. Phoenix Weaponry manufactures of precision custom parts for ARs and builds custom precision rifles, as well as a full line of pistol, shotgun, and rifle suppressors. Whether you're an experienced connoisseur or a new enthusiast, 
Let Phoenix Weaponry build you a dream rifle or a range blaster. Phoenix Weaponry is your one-stop shop for all of your firearm needs. Owner Aaron Casey says our attention to detail and one-on-one customer service sets us apart from our competition. Do it yourself or complete bills at Phoenix Weaponry. They're there to help you build your dream gun. Call them today, 720-340-2496. If you can dream it, Phoenix Weaponry can build it. 720-340-2496 or check them out at phoenixweaponry.com. Hi, this is Chris Kane with 303roofer.com. If you're looking to put on a new roof because of hail, give us a call at 303-390-1382 will give you a cash price, which means you'll most likely get to keep some of your insurance money instead of giving it to us. It's your money, we know that, and we'll price the work accordingly. So give us a call today, 303-390-1382, or go to our website, 303roofer.com. Have you been thinking about a new pair of glasses? Maybe some prescription sunglasses? Well, look no further than Stack Optical. Since 1968, Yes, you heard me right. Since 1968, Stack Optical has been providing the most comprehensive quality ocular care for their patients. This family-owned business is proud to be one of the few optical offices that has their own on-site eyeglass production and eyeglass repair studio. Stack Optical, located at 2233 South Monaco Parkway, features the most extensive lines of eyeglass frames, sunglasses, and contact lenses to ensure that you love your appearance and experience superior comfort. Our comprehensive eye exams proactively diagnose eye conditions and diseases while providing the most accurate vision care. We welcome you to experience a lifetime of superior ocular care from doctors that are devoted to your eye health. Call now for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. Rush to Reason with John Rush, weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560. Welcome back to Sportsman of Colorado. Again, thank you so much for being with us today. We're going to wrap up today's show with our good friend Dan Gates. And um, Dan's been a longtime friend of our show and really helped educate us on a lot of things going on with just wildlife as a whole here in our state. And uh, we've got a few minutes for Dan today, and then he's going to be back with us next week. We're going to cover some other topics. But, Dan, thanks for being with us, bud. How are you? Not too bad, Scott. Uh, not too bad at all. Given given the landscape and, <laughs> and so forth, it, it's it's better to do what we're doing than not do it at all. Yeah, for sure. All right, tell us a little bit about your organization first of all. You know, uh, CRWM is the acronym for Colorado Responsible Wildlife Management. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so so we formulated that four years ago, Scott, and and it's a group of individuals that that collaborated and tried to get together to to show some sort of continuity and a conduit that could be provided at the legislative level. And we're the only organization in the state that's actually got not just one, but two lobbyists that are representative of, of the mission of Coloradoans for Responsible Wildlife Management, which is to enhance, promote, and defend the North American model of wildlife conservation and responsible wildlife management. And it's not to compete with, with RMEF or, or the Outfitters Association or NWTF or DU. Right. It's meant to provide a mechanism to you know, give somewhat of an umbrella for all of those organizations to be represented at the Capitol regularly and to have 
this um, this avenue that has been created for us to be able to participate in conversations when it comes to uh, natural resource and hunting and angling and conservation efforts uh, there and at other levels. Because you know what, if we're not represented there, uh, I can guarantee you, and just to make it easy, we'll say the other side, they are well represented, aren't they? <laughs> extremely, extremely represented, very, very well. Uh, they they come at things from a multifaceted approach, and, and most of the time it's it's uh, from a very uneducated approach. It's more of an agenda topic. Sure. It's not more of what's right. It's what they what they want to see. Um, there's there's so many aspects of what we're dealing with. You know, dealing with wolf introduction is is one thing. With Proposition 114, that is statutory. That is that is that the Colorado Parks and Wildlife and the Commission. The Parks and Wildlife Commission is charged with putting wolves on the ground uh, by December 31st of 2023. And I'm, I don't know, fortunate or unfortunate enough to, to be one of the 16 individuals that were selected to sit on the stakeholder advisory group for the wolf introduction process. That's a three-year uh, obligation that, that I and other members have committed to. But mm-hmm. it's not just wolves. It's, it's, it's everything that we're talking about, including the 960 other species of wildlife in the state that we care about as hunters and anglers and as sportsmen and women. Sure, absolutely. Well, the other day you put out an email, and the reason why I wanted to get you on, and then we're going to get you back on next week to go into this a little further, but I just wanted to bring everybody up to speed. And uh, there's a caucus meeting on December 17th, right? I mean, November 17th. November 17th, yes, sir. So tell us a little bit about that and what folks need to do. So the, the caucus is the, the Colorado Legislative Sportsman's Caucus, and it's, it's co-founded by the uh, Congressional Sportsman's Foundation. And it's, uh, it's the sportsman-minded representatives that we have that are interested in carrying on with agenda items or missions uh, that are necessary to be able to sustain Colorado Parks and Wildlife's mission and to be able to have hunting and fishing in the state of Colorado, any sort of consumptive use recreational opportunity. So what we do is, is monthly, we've been putting on virtual caucuses, primarily since the pandemic. Before the pandemic, it used to be in-person at the Capitol, but we extended that to where we actually have virtual caucuses. And every, every month, or every other month, at least during the off-session, mm-hmm. uh, we've been doing legislative caucuses where we've got legislators and Parks and Wildlife Commissioners and representatives from other NGOs and the agriculture industry doing small, short-term presentations to be able to inform and educate the general public, the hunting and angling hook and bullet crowd about what is going on and what we are doing collectively and collaboratively. Uh, November 17th is, a, is a, a virtual caucus. And once we actually reconvene at the Capitol in January, we're going to have hybrid caucuses, which will be the third Thursday of every month, January, February, March, April, and May. And so there'll be an in-person meeting in conjunction with a virtual meeting happening at the same time. And we'd like to figure out a way to get more people involved to see what is going on and how things are being affected uh, by the lack of participation, sure. but, but how they can be affected if we continue to participate. Right. Absolutely. So is the best thing to do to direct people to this wildlifeforall.us website? Uh, that one there is the, is, the, is the bad news one, to, just to get people in. Yeah, to let them know what, what's going yeah, on. Yeah, what people's plans are to change the way that we manage wildlife, not just in the western United States, not just in any specific state, but in the United States and North America across the, the entire spectrum of things. 
people need to see what the the opposition or what some of us would call the enemy is doing. Mm-hmm. And to do that, you have to get in their wheelhouse to figure out what they're doing. And they're very open about it. They're sure. very open about what their intentions are, what, what their wants and desires are, and they would like to see nothing else than, on a large scale, us not be able to do and pursue what we do and pursue. Yeah. And Dan, I'm telling you, these groups are, are well organized and uh, it wouldn't surprise me if they didn't meet once a week. I mean, they're they're well organized, they're well funded, and uh, they're on a mission, aren't they? They're on a mission, yes, sir. I mean, you get organizations like the Humane Society of the United States, the Defenders of Wildlife, People for Ethical Treatment of Animals, the Sierra Club, uh, the Center for Biological Diversity. Uh, there, there's there's a there's a ton of different things out there that they commingle their thoughts and their money and their uh, resources together to do what we do and and stop what we do and and you know it's funny because this time of the year we're all interested in preference points and hunting and what we're going to do and where we're going next year already <laughs> yeah. while we're doing all that stuff our opposition is 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 planning and scheming on what they can do to stop what we are waiting to do sure is there a website or something that we should direct our for people to learn more about you know what you guys are doing or or how can they get in touch with you and and to follow along about these meetings and all so uh, the best thing that i could say is is they're more than welcome to get uh on we don't we don't have a website set up and the reason being is because things change so dramatically that that by the time that you get something set up it's already too late to, to inform people but we do have is that they can contact me through my personal email, which is dgcritter, C-R-I-T-T-E-R, 91 at gmail.com. And if they're interested in following things further, they can actually go to the Congressional Sportsman's Foundation website. Okay. That, that, that is broad-based across the country, but there are specific bullet points for each region and state. And in addition to that, separate from the Congressional Sportsman's Foundation, they can also look at Sportsman's Alliance, and the Sportsman's Alliance and the Congressional Sportsman's Foundation both work hand-in-hand on multiple issues throughout the country on behalf of hunting and angling issues in the hook-and-bullet crowd. And that's our two primary forces that we're dealing with on a legislative side. But then when you get into Safari Club International, the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation, any of your other conservation or hook-and-bullet organizations, if you're not a member, join. If you are a member, try to get involved at a, at a higher level because it's not just about banquets. It's not just about conservation and habitat. Sure. It's about the fight for us to be able to continue to do what we do. Absolutely. Again, that email for Dan is D for Dan, G for Gates, Critter, C-R-I-T-T-E-R 91 at gmail.com. And like I say, Dan's going to be back with us next week. We're going to get into this thing a little bit more. So Dan, hey, just wanted to touch on this today, let everybody know what's happening, and we'll look forward to our visit next week, sir. Thank you very much, and good hunting for everybody, and appreciate everybody's help and support. All right. Thank you so much. That's Dan Gates. I want to thank all of our guests today, but mostly thank you for being with us for Sportsman of Colorado, and I hope you have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you next week.
opinions expressed on KLZ 560 are those of the speaker, commentators, hosts, their guests, and callers. They are not necessarily the views and opinions of Crawford Broadcasting or KLZ Management, employees, associates, or advertisers. KLZ 560 is a Crawford Broadcasting God and Country Station.